What's up, everybody? It is Doug Wagner from Films in Black and White. This is your official spoiler warning for Spider-Man No Way Home. We are going to get into every detail of this movie, so if you have not seen it yet and you don't want it spoiled, turn back now. Save this episode for after you see the movie because we are going to get into the spoilers. With that being said, if you're still here, on with the show. And they yeah. said, how can we redeem Jamie Foxx from being blue? And what their simple <laughs> response was, they was like, yeah, they was like, you were blue, you had a gap and a hangover. How can we redeem you? And Marvel and Kevin Feige was like, let's make them fuckable. You may fire when ready. podcast to give you a fresh perspective on movies, comics, and pop culture. We aren't afraid to give you an honest take and won't pull any punches. This is Films in Black and White. Welcome to Films in Black and White, everybody. Hello. Oh, man. Do we have a show for Uh, you? If I could get the rights to the boys are back in town and play that without getting in trouble with any type the boys of copyright, are back in town. I, there it is. We're the here. Boys are back in town. We're here. And we can't bring the awesome uh, guitar in. But ladies and gentlemen, you may notice <laughs> that we have a one Brian Roush joining us today. Hello, um, everyone. Back Hello. from his torn ACL, aka yeah. having a baby, um, <laughs> Brian is joining us with the team. Brian, how you feeling? I am sleep deprived and very <laughs> tired, but I'm so happy. I'm just so happy to be here. So I'm filled with joy, but my memory is shot because I haven't had a good night's sleep in like 30 plus days. But I'm happy to be here and I'm yeah. a happy guy and we I'm a happy, happy dad of three here. now. So I'm just I'm elated. That's Brian. I am so happy for you, and your yeah, baby yeah. is adorable, and we are thrilled yeah. that you are able oh, to come that together. Whole family is just so stinking cute. They oh, really, shucks. they really are. But y'all are very nice, absolutely. And yeah, we're some just, people be having ugly babies. That's the thing. That's like, you got to keep that in mind. Look, nobody. I think the secret is like they look like a cross between like a potato and an alien and an old man. Like as soon as they're born, and you're like, it's so cute, but like, yeah. what's going on? And it's like yeah. they're not yeah. like a person. Like they're yeah, a person. Mystery. Him, but like they're still yeah. getting stuff figured out yeah, yeah that it's like they pull you pulled an alien out of its spaceship it's immediately yeah. upset midway. and wondering what happened midway, midway. and it's gonna yeah. let you know about it you gotta be keeping in mind that thing works. has not seen sun for nine months yeah so when it comes not out, even nine months not even nine, ever so when it comes out it's like what is this what very is upsetting this? a very upsetting experience <laughs> yeah there's a reason we don't remember it ladies and gentlemen um and and rounding us out from Boone, North Carolina, we have a one Marcus J. Destin. Oh, yes. Marcus, how are you feeling, sir? Listen, I'm feeling great. The trio is back together. We're at the season finale. Um, I don't know how I don't, we're talking Spider-Man. We've been talking Spider-Man on this podcast literally all year it's long. It's yeah. true. We have. We've and now talking. we are here yeah. to discuss it. I was able to see it in a full theater, mm-hmm. like yeah. a completely different experience. So, you know, yeah. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great. Yeah. I'm feeling recharged. I'm glad that the gang is all back together. We're here. Yeah, I'm glad to be here too. And you know what the best part is, is that um, we can end it on a high note. I mean, I don't yes, think there's can. any other way we could we would want to go out from this. Nah, no, period. No, 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 no. But just know today, I'm saying it off the rip. This is a spoiler 
field. Oh, oh yeah, no, yeah. Let's yeah. get that out of the way right now. <laughs> Spoiler I, field. So no if you're not way. into spoilers, you might want to leave. Put a put a bookmark <laughs> in this and come back. If you join the Patreon, you can join us. You know what I mean? I mean Watch yeah. this firsthand. Yeah. But this is filled with spoilers. This is uh, rotten with spoilers. Like, I mean, it, if you are one of the not not the 20 million people that saw this movie just true. this weekend, then, then go go see it. Be part of the 20 million people that saw it and then come back. Come yeah, back. come back because don't back. we don't want to we don't want to ruin anything. Nah, um, gentlemen, I was able to see this in a full theater as well. Um, and it was exciting. It was exciting to be. Um, I went to Sioux City um, oh, to nice. see it because I saw it with a buddy from the gym. Oh, um, nice. But we got the reclining seats and the whole nine yards. Oh, yeah. So it was hey, man, you it was the experience you, you that was absolutely me. worth it. Yeah. Well, no, I didn't replace you because I and I Ooh. and I want to talk about that oh, wow. here, here in a minute. I did not replace you. Go, you. you go to Boone and all of a sudden was he black? Did you get a no, black no, friend to go not, with you to watch this? No, this, is, this no. isn't new girl where you just sub in a new like That's black person. Come on. You can't no. do that. It was another it was a white person, so it's fine. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I guess. Whatever. Um, yeah. Gentlemen, we are going to forego catch that quotable because at this okay. point in time, Black History Year has been cemented in stone yeah, and there's I, no undoing Congratulations, it. I have by turned the way. a thousand can, episodes of this podcast. <laughs> oh, we don't need to do dust. it again. We don't need to do it again. Look, um, I, I just want to make sure I make it clear. Congratulations. Well-deserved. Thank you, See? Brian. Thank you. See? We thought he's you was going to be a hater, but... He's not you know what? Any... I, look, I, I, we got butterscotch soda out of it, <laughs> and <laughs> for that, I'm eternally grateful. And the group yeah. chat has not changed the name since. No. <laughs> and you one can change the group chat yeah, so no, yeah, I mean, yeah right i just left it is black <laughs> history your group group black history your group yeah group actually it it's is. time yeah. History, um, yeah with one black but, person but gentlemen we're just gonna dive <laughs> <laughs> and there it is ladies yeah. and gentlemen five minutes into this podcast yeah. and brian has already done a, a spit which is fantastic I, it didn't it, i'm okay <laughs> Um, but we're just going to dive right into the movie. Let's do it. Um, and we're going to, yeah. we're going to break it all down because this sucker was two hours and 35 minutes of just pure awesomeness. Yeah. Um, and we got to get to it all and we want to make sure that we get it all again. Yeah. We're going to remind you one more time. This is a spoiler included podcast. So if you're wondering, should I listen or not? If you don't want a movie spoiled, please bookmark it, save it, download it, do whatever you need to do, watch the movie and then come back. Because I'm going to kick it on over to Marcus J. Destin Ooh. to give us his barber yeah, shop summary for Spider-Man No Way Home. Okay. Marcus. All right. <laughs> what had happened was, for centuries, we have had stories told of a Spider-Man. Of a, of a Uncle Ben getting his ass capped in the, in, the, in the alleyway. Of Aunt May working two jobs. We have heard the story of this boy falling in love with the girl next door. You know what I mean? And, and not being able to save her, being one of the smartest kids, battling two identities. But now, centuries, decades later, we get the complete story of Spider-Man No Way Home. And what happens in this movie is you get this little kid, right? And this little kid, he started off by wanting to be an Avenger. And I'm pretty sure he was like 12. He was 12, wanted to be an Avenger. He had a mentor, one of the greatest superheroes on the planet, part of the big three, and he sacrificed his life, all right? So then he got to deal with all that trauma. We don't know what happened to Uncle Ben, but now I'm starting to think Aunt May was Uncle Ben in this universe. Mm -hmm. So like, you have Aunt May, he's losing everybody around him, okay? And where we left this Spider-Hero off was he gets 
he gets outed by Mysterio, okay? Gets outed by Mysterio. Mysterio says, listen, Peter Parker is killing me with these drones, and not to mention, oh, yeah, Spider-Man is Peter Parker. And he's like, what? And it was like, what? And it was like, what? And so, like, everybody is like, you know what I mean? Everybody's in a big hubbub. You got J. Jonah Jameson is like, goddamn Skip Bayless hating on Peter Parker the whole goddamn time, the whole goddamn movie. And so, like, he's telling him, he's a menace. He's public enemy number one, and blah, 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 going through all this stuff. Peter has to balance. He feels so shitty because he cannot have a regular life anymore. He has to leave his house he's got his friends and all this stuff they can't get into college um and all of a sudden he makes this he comes up with this idea of like what if people just forgot that i was spider-man so he mm-hmm. go talk to the big homie the magician himself you know what i mean the big dub wizard uh dr strange so he walks mm-hmm. in the house and it turns out dr strange lost his damn job surprising <laughs> i was super surprised that he lost his job. that's a good way to put it and they finally explain why why wong ass is hopping universe to universe world to world city to city because now he is wong is now the sorcerer supreme so mm-hmm. then they go and they says like you know what i want everybody to forget that i was spider-man and he's like you sure you want to do that i mean i got a little spell for you he was like yeah i want to do that so then they go they cast the spell and he was like all right man here's go it's about to happen and peter's like well you know i don't really want everybody to forget can like you know can i keep like five people in my top five y'all remember that like on my space so like oh, peter yes. had his top or five. at&t or AT&T, you live, the little top five social oh, ring. Yeah. Uh-huh. So then Peter goes, makes the wish, and he keeps messing up the wish. As he messes up the wish, everybody who knows he's Peter Parker, who knows Spider-Man is Peter Parker, is crossing over into the multi is crossing from the multiverse mm-hmm. into this dimension. So from there, we get the big bads. We get Dr. Octopus, we get Sandman, we get Green Goblin, we get Electro, and we get uh um the lizard. All right. So all these people. Mm-hmm. Peter is now in charge of catching all these people so that Doctor Strange can send them back. And when he sends them back, all of them are going to be mid-death. Peter's like, man, I ain't doing that. So Peter wants to cure everybody. He's like, I'm going to cure him, not going to kill him. I'm going to cure him, not going to kill him. Tries to cure him. And all of a sudden, Green Goblin snaps. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to teach your ass a lesson about that. Suplexes Mm -hmm. his ass through three feet of apartment. Um, And it was was wild as hell. And so he goes, and then Peter goes through this whole movie dealing with trauma, dealing with loss, because we're going to get into the the specifics of what happens. Um, And then he finds out what kind of Spider-Man he is. So that's really what the whole premise of this movie Mm -hmm. is. If I go into any more, it kind of takes away from the rest of the pod, and it's two hours worth of a movie. And I I just can't do it, and my mouth is dry. No, that's that's (laughs) fine. I think that that is a fine barbershop summary of what to expect from this movie so which is yeah no that's fine i think it's it's it gives us enough of an outline so that way we have stuff to talk about in the rest of the episode otherwise this would be a 30 minute episode um yeah on numbers it's really fast um because it's important um we this movie has generated and crushed the third highest rent like uh opening um of the entire basically of all time it had $260 million in just the USA box Jeez. office, and it made $600.8 million globally. Um, so <laughs> this movie absolutely crushed it Holy um, at the box office, which is great. You know, you obviously want them to do well, but this was awesome. Um, so Did that break at, the pandemic record? Like, it, what is yeah. it? It shattered okay. the pandemic record. Oh, yeah. my gosh. That's I mean, globally, this has almost made a billion dollars just in the weekend, which is yeah, like, just, I can't wrap now. my head around that. That's endgame numbers. Yeah. yeah, that's endgame numbers. And that's after endgame's like total run, I think. I, I, I'd i have to look it up. It's a lot of money. It's a <laughs> ton of money. It's <laughs> like, a lot of money. I, I can't what I wouldn't give to be left. money. I would love to be Tom Holland's just left arm right now. That's it. I don't want to be him. I just want to be his left arm. Just imagine yeah, the life that you true. are living right now. Like the yes. stresses too, but the yeah. life that you have. 
Jesus. Well, and I, and I kind of want to get to that in a minute, too, because I think that there's something interesting that I heard. Um, again, we'll have to see whether or not there's any truth to it, but I, I heard something interesting with that as well. Gentlemen, where do we start with this? Should we just start at the beginning and kind of run our way like straight through it? Um, I want to start with uh, okay. the ex our experiences. So okay. I went, I'm in Boone, and I'll okay. kind of set it up and everybody else can follow. Please. All right, kind of follow the lead. So I'm in Boone. And I saw it Thursday night at 7.30 okay. p.m., which oh, was yeah. opening which was opening night. Nice. And um, I saw it in a theater that I've never been in before. And it's <laughs> kind of a smaller town, than, a bigger town than Vermilion, but a yeah. little bit, you know, still a small town. Right. Um, I went with just my siblings. So I paid, yep. I'll tell, give you a full scope, $50, bought tickets ahead of time. It was $50 nice. for tickets for me and my four, me and my three siblings. So four of us all together. And, you know, snacks and stuff was also, it was like a $100 date for that's you fun know, and stuff with 30 yeah it was it was pretty good it, so it warmed that, my heart to see you with your siblings at that movie yeah that was <laughs> it was, I was like it was that's, what a moment it was it was it, when i say it was perfect it was and they're old enough now to understand different concepts and stuff oh, like that yeah. now so it's yeah. not like taking little kids to a thing it's like oh, okay i'm mm -hmm. taking my siblings who understand what's going on so for sure we go in and literally when i walk into the theater to the to the auditorium we walk in and you know how Verm, we can kind of just see, you want to look around to see where you want to sit. Yeah. This one was, I need to look around to see where I can sit. So oh, yeah, not where I want entire, to where I can. The entire theater was packed. There is no skipping rows. There is no skipping seats. We had to literally sit okay. in the front. We had to Oof. sit in the front row of okay. the theater. Oh, um, man. And that was where it was pretty much. And then once people started filing in, there may have been three open seats between us and the other side of the row. Wow. Okay. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. It was it was it was so it was a completely different experience um, because like when things happen in the movie that, you know, people are supposed to cheer for in Vermilion, it doesn't mm -hmm. happen because it's like you're just watching the movie. Everybody's kind of quiet here. Oh, when sure. things happen, as soon as the lights went out, people were cheering. People were like, oh, my God, I'm so happy. Wow. Yeah. Like, <laughs> That's going really cool. nuts. So that was my personal experience um, going into the movie. Yeah. OK. OK. Right on. Cool. Brian. Yeah, so we we had to like align some stars for childcare. Uh, so the moment we got it, we did a Saturday afternoon showing. So there wasn't as many people there because we're still a little concerned about COVID. But at the same time, like Maggie and I are both boosted. Mm. We have a mask mandate here in Illinois, too. So it's like mm. we mm -hmm. this is like the most we can do. Yeah. So um went to our usual theater it was a we were in a we have like the same theater we go to we've been in theater seven at amc ranters for like <laughs> ever That's but amazing. i mean they have so many screens for spider-man we were we were in theater five it was fine it was smaller but it was fine um but <laughs> like we haven't I, it's so strange after like not having a year and a half of like audience reactions because mm -hmm. like all the mm -hmm. other marvel movies like shang chi eternals black widow we were yeah. like two of ten in a theater we oh could sure this was the only movie we've seen in the past like 18 months where it was like oh there's like people here like yeah. we have to like yeah we have to like okay like negotiate other people because this yeah. everybody's seeing this movie yes. um so the one thing that just like stuck out to me which might like for some people they're like well yeah i've duh but like i have basically we've just watched everything at home and all mm -hmm. the audience reactions have been me and my wife looking at each other being like, what? That's it. Yeah. Um, so to be in a theater <laughs> oh and like have spoilers, have Matt Murdoch be like, I think most of your legal troubles are over. And just, there's this energy from the audience. It's like, oh. 
like that's people whispering yeah. by the yeah. way. No, yeah. Um, no, that's good. Like looking at each other and like I felt like there was this kid next to me and he's like, Who is that? And I'm just like, Oh kid, like, oh man, like you've been oh man. Um, so it was that like is such it was, a Briar reaction because I would told the kid, you don't shut the fuck up. <laughs> I mean, everybody in the theater was like about it, and I just yeah. I haven't had an experience like that in a while. And that part the part felt good. And I don't yeah, know, I think awesome. that's part of the other reason I enjoyed yeah. this movie so much. That's awesome. Um so I went on uh, Friday. Tell us about your treacherous back train, uh, back <laughs> backstabbing adventures. Um, my treacherous backstabbing adventures um, basically started with me uh, meeting, uh, picking up a buddy, and heading to the theater in nice. Sioux City at eight thirty for the eight thirty showing. Ooh. Um, now, when we got there, I was a smidgen concerned because okay. I saw a lot of kids between like eight and <laughs> like six okay. and i'm like oh man is this gonna be a problem like knee-jerk reaction like oh is man this, is this gonna be a problem is this gonna be a problem like <laughs> doug um, wagner these kids are gonna be a problem these yeah, kids yeah. are gonna be a problem i will report um, you turn into a karen real quick but then <laughs> the other thing that kind of happened is like i had to like scale back my excitement remember i'm used to seeing this with my man marcus j right like, in the window next to me and our mm -hmm. excitement like feeds off one another. Like if we right. have a question, we'll like lean over and be like, oh my God, did you see that? I wonder what that yeah. means. Yeah. Um, and when Matt Murdock showed up, I audibly, probably the loudest person in the room went like, oh fuck yeah. Like, <laughs> like, like when everybody was there. Children. Like in yeah. a room full of children. And my buddy was like, um, yeah, they they said he was in it. And I'm like, <laughs> oh like he's and I was like, I'm still excited. And like, let me be like, swept in the moment. And then, yeah. And then, um, when he grabs that brick, oh, yeah. And, yeah. and Spider Man goes, like, How did you do that? And he goes, I'm a good lawyer. Like, I was like, Oh, shit. Like, <laughs> like loud in the theater. Cool. And again, I, I immediately yeah. had to like scale yeah. back my level of <laughs> excitement. Um, <laughs> but, but you all are right. Like, you all are correct in the like when things happened in this movie. And certain reveals came and certain things mm -hmm. happened and to hear mm -hmm. the audience like cheer like normally that would normally that would bug me. Um, I don't know what it is. It's always kind of like I've always been like they can't hear you like there's always yeah. I'm always that guy like quietly Same. to myself. Yeah. But there was something about this one. I mean, I think you could just tell that people were because I think it's the mix of what this movie like appeals to. There are people who grew up with the original Toby. There are people yeah. who got into it because of the Andrew movies. Like they got paid off with this. And there yeah. was a lot of this top to bottom where there was a lot of reward. And I feel like there was a huge level of fan support and expectation. And I think this movie met all of those expectations across the board. So yeah, the excitement to me, it was like, yeah, this is all, this is all fine. This is all fine. So yeah, yeah. that's, that's good. kind of been my experience. That's good. Here's where I'm gonna yeah. start. This, okay, rumors. There were we we've talked rumors on this podcast. Yeah, we really oh, have man. all year long. We Andrew Garfield Grubhub rumors. Like, it was so we. It was I remember so, that episode. Yeah, it was like we didn't know what was happening. Andrew Garfield uh -huh. was an asshole, or you know what I mean. Like uh -huh. it was so many. Andrew Garfield just started blatantly lying to people and was like, "I am not you know, in I this movie." I hope even after this movie's been released, they're like, oh, and your performance in No Way Home. He's like, I'm not in that movie. I'm not in that <laughs> I just want him to keep going. I want him hey, to no. take it there. I actually want to I want to commend him for lying because I feel like oh, yeah, Marvel is yeah. kind of at that point. Like actors are not obligated to tell us the truth. 
like no. and we hold them like they were priests in a chapel to be like are you in no, like are you in no way home and he's like and if you uh, lie no. like and it was like yeah if you lie i'm gonna we, we, we are on your ass you know you saw what happened to right. jesus like sir i am an actor actress person so like <laughs> what do you want me to do <laughs> like i don't know what you want me to do so here's where i'm gonna start was it were the reveals in this movie what were your top reveals in this movie because because it may range and i feel like we all might say the same thing but what were your top reveals in this movie and was it worth like was it well planned and was it worth it top reveals good question great question because there's a Um, lot there's a lot in here i think for me like and maybe this is where i was at I think the Matt Murdock reveal was my probably one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Not that the other two reveals like weren't good, but there was a level of energy and excitement around with that one. And I think it's maybe because like I've been staying up to date with with what's happening in Hawkeye. Yep. Like oh, there's there's, I mean... there's something else there, and the promise of more Daredevil for me. Um, I just really liked that show. I really yeah. like that character, and so. There's a lot of this like top to bottom that like that revealed to me was probably one of my top ones. Um, I would say just in general, like uh, again, Willem Dafoe, like I'm going to count his energy as a true green goblin. Yes. As another reveal. That is absolutely (laughs) up there. That motherfucker is a national treasure. Like he needs to be protected. Everybody like (sighs) I don't want anything to happen to him Um, because he's just so awesome. Like and again, he brought it and went there and like he was just as believable as when he did it back in the day. Um, So, yeah, the Andrew, the Andrew Toby reveal. I don't want to say that it wasn't a big deal. It was. But I think in my in my mind, I almost I almost kind of expected that to come. And I think that is with the level of hype that was associated with with them potentially being in it. I thought the way they did it was really, really cool. Like that was really, really cool the way they did that. Perfectly Um, understated. Yeah. Yeah. When I say so, I was talking to my buddy about the Andrew and Toby reveal. And I was telling him how it, it was. I was at a certain point of the movie where I was kind of more swept up in the story they were telling about mm-hmm. Tom Holland Spider Man that yeah. I almost forgot that there was a pot. There was this possibility that yeah. Andrew and Toby were in this movie. Like I wasn't watching it to get to the Andrew and Toby part. I yeah. was watching it for the sake of the story. I was like, I was really yeah. invested because they really took their time um, to get there. I mm-hmm. also agree with the. I absolutely agree with the Matt yeah. Murdock reveal. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't. It, the guy was on the screen for what three minutes, yeah, and said a couple words about law. He said the hot words, lawyer, really good lawyer. He's wearing the glasses, has the cane, I, and yeah. for me, I was yeah. in complete. I was, I was in bliss. I, yeah. I was there. I, <laughs> yeah. I was there. I was there. I can't even lie to you. I thought that that was amazing, and for it to it, it to be so quickly, it was quickly introduced. It, yeah. They didn't wait. They weren't trying to like. Oh, 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 oh. they were like nope here he is this is a part of the movie all right yep. now we're gonna move on to the next thing yeah yeah i'd agree with yep. that yeah. yep i'd agree with that assessment and you're absolutely right about the the toby andrew reveals they were so subtle and i was so ingrained in the moment um with watching them like mm-hmm. and watching the movie that it was like oh yeah that's yeah that happens like mm-hmm. it, it it wasn't one of those and then and the entire audience cheered so i was like I basically was like, yep, this makes sense. And I was really excited about it. But again, kind of to that point of like, 
oh shit yeah i guess they'd be here too like you know what i mean like <laughs> where the story was at and everything mm-hmm. it was like yeah yeah they they do know who peter is so that would be part of it but, right so that's kind of where mine shake out brian yeah i th- i think for me i'm kind of cheating with this answer but the the reveal that th- like time has passed for these other two spider-men uh-huh. mm-hmm. um and like hearing where they were at toby mcguire and both andrew garfield and i think the gut punch one for me was andrew garfield being like yeah so gwen died and uh i, yeah. I hate the world like i, yeah, I yeah. hate the world and i was like oh yeah. like that yeah. makes me so sad like yeah, it, yeah. and i didn't expect it to make me sad and like this is a movie from 2014 mm-hmm. that never even finished the trilogy that it like it has a weird place in spider-man history but this movie did a thing where it tugged on my nostalgia like no 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 you dropped this brian but he kept going and he, right and he's in a bad place and it's That's, like yeah dang. and oh, you almost that, feel bad about it you're like oh my i did forget you do, about it's you. almost like yeah like for folks like us that are super invested like i feel did i cause this like is this right because we didn't get a third of spider-man <laughs> movie of course it isn't but yeah. they made me feel like it. right yeah so it, it was that reveal that like oh no like andrew garfield spider-man like he's he's yeah. he's in it like he's not in a good place and even those to- little even those smaller moments though like when doc ock is talking to toby and he's like, yeah. oh, you look so good. Oh, Parker, like, you look so good. And and somebody asked him, how's Mary Jane? And, you know, he was kind of, he was more like, we're figuring things out. Like, we're working, yeah. we're working on yep. it. We're figuring things out. That's realistic Spider-Man answers. Because right, it yeah. was what, it was what this this Tom Hollis, let's, we'll, we'll call him um, Spider-One, Peter One. So, like, <laughs> Peter, one. Peter One needed to see these things, to see what a rough Spider-Man who's been through some shit really looks like because if you really really look back at it peter one is in high school yeah i yeah. mean i i think so if we're just going to start talking about stuff i think we one should. thing this movie does that is that is masterful that it, it had no right to be as good as it was mm-hmm. it somehow condensed all of the spider-man lore of the past 20 years and it made it part of like a trilogy origin story if that makes yes. any sense yes, yes. and yeah. Yeah. puts it and compresses it in a way where the tom holland spider-man is like oh like i've been at the high highs i have seen the reflections of mm-hmm. myself and now i end this movie uh like staring into my future completely uncertain with all of the movies that we've seen as mm-hmm. like his foundation which is like that's bonkers. That's absolutely it's bonkers uh-huh. that it's the movie works on three different layers to get to that point. Yeah. And I just, I, I'm still in awe that this movie could do that. Cause it's like three layers of like, Hey, have you seen, have you seen these two thousands movies? Okay. Well stick with me. Have you seen these 2010s movies? Yeah. Like, I don't know how you, I don't know how you do that. And the layers work, even if you've never seen yeah. the Raimi movies or the Garfield movies, Yes. You know Willem Dafoe is a bad dude. Like yes. and that's yeah. I, that's incredible to me. Yeah. And I think the other thing that I appreciate that Brian is it like to your point it boiled this down into like like a liquor that it just kind of yes. gave you sips of throughout the whole movie. Yes. Like it gave you a shot here, a shot there and it was enough to keep you going throughout all of it where you were like holy shit. <laughs> 
I, I remember kind of like when I was driving back, I was like, you son of a bitch, you pulled it off. I, like this wasn't, yeah. this wasn't overcomplicated. There wasn't no. too many things going on. Every story again, cause you have to kind of judge it as a sum of its parts, right? Like the Spider-Man three element of like a bunch of half finished storylines. There's well, nothing in there that was unfinished. I, like, I mean, that's the question, right? right? That was what was on everybody's mind, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, well, I've seen Spider-Man three. Yep. Sir. Uh, yeah. Mr. Kevin Feige and yeah. Amy Pascal, ma'am. And uh, that did not turn out well. It did not. But I, I mean, <laughs> I like there has to be no wasted dialogue. And there is like, I don't know, there in a weird no way. no wasted time in this movie. Like this movie no. is two and a half hours plus, And you're like, this is well paced. Yes. And I don't, right. I don't get why I yes. feel like that. Yeah. Right. It did. It did not feel, it did not feel like the, two hours and what 40 minutes two hours yeah, minutes. give or take it I mean, did not credit, feel like that credit. at all so like and we just talked about this spider-man 3 conundrum mm -hmm. can you have more than three <laughs> villains is the problem the the is the problem the template of having more than three villains or is it really you really need to have good writers who understand the character that they're building uh, right yeah and i think it's the unnet i think it's that again and i think this is the other thing this movie managed to pull in what two or three villains from previous movies? Yes, Spider Man. For for all intents and purposes, like Tom Holland is not fighting a villain that is his problem. No, right. No. He is fighting. Right. He's no. dealing with other people's problems that are a result of a choice he made. Mm -hmm. So you took villains from twenty years ago's worth of of, of shit and you put them into a movie, and, and it never felt like fan service it never right. felt forced it never felt i never felt icky about it like and again <laughs> to kind of this point like with the with the avia rod situation put a yeah. pin in that i don't want it we're, we'll talk about him oh, later okay. I, I, have, say, I have I a lot of fucking, i have I a lot of questions say. but remember if you go back two episodes the reason why venom is in spider-man 3 is because avia rod says to sam raimi and the writer and he goes yeah we got to do something for the fans in this one so put venom in it and they're like, I don't know. It doesn't really make sense for him to be in there. Like, right. It feels like we're kind of just doing it. And he's like, you should put him in there. Like, I really want you to put him in there. <laughs> no, I wasn't really asking. I, I was wasn't really saying, asking. I was more or less telling you put it in, put him in there. So for this to have such a like, everybody had a natural point where they just, they fell into it. Yeah. And, and you never felt like anybody was out of place. That's impressive. And I think it that is. that just goes to show like they, the thought the fact that they went to these other folks who played these characters and said, like, we really want you to be in this and we actually have a story for you. Like, yeah. and we're not just going to force you in there for, for fan service or what have you. So, right. Um, that was, does that this, was, that was really incredible. Does this movie work with any other character? This is Spider-Man and we know, you know, Doug has been reading, you know, one more day and oh, we look oh, at secret oh, wars man. and we look one at all of the, you know, we look at civil war does this movie with the same kind of like premise or, you know, foundation work for any other Marvel character? Would it have worked for any other Marvel character? I, I mean, I'm happy to oh, go ahead, Doug. No, Brian, go ahead. I'm happy to jump in because I do. My unpopular okay. opinion is I think this movie does work for another character. Like, I do believe that you could do this with mm -hmm. Captain America. Do I think mm -hmm. it would be as popular? Absolutely yeah. not. I think okay. I think this the reason that it works for so many people is that th these movies are just so ubiquitous. I, mm -hmm. I mean, like everybody like there's a reason we didn't even get an origin story in the mm -hmm. first 
in this first people movie, knew what it was. the third, we now live in a world where I have to say the third first Spider-Man movie <laughs> yep. in a trilogy. We mm-hmm. didn't get an origin story. It was just like, nah, he's Spider-Man. Like, go with it. And like, yeah. and that's because everybody knows who Spider-Man is. So mm-hmm. I do feel like there's a way to do this. But at the same time, I, I, I acknowledge, though, that Spider-Man is the most recognizable and he is just... He is this endearing icon of of hope, right? Mm -hmm. And I feel like I I also one of the other things I feel like that a lot of critics. So a lot of people I feel like a lot of people on Twitter have been like, oh, my gosh, like nobody Mm -hmm. else saw these other movies that are really good. But everybody and their mother went and saw Spider-Man. And yeah, that like, duh, like Spider-Man's the most like one of the most recognizable (laughs) fictional people. And he and and Spider-Man connects with everybody. And And you're telling me this is like a nostalgia bomb fueled by hope on a rocket ship to possibility? Of course, people are going to see this right. in our current day and age. Like, God, I love right. having Brian back. <laughs> that was yeah. just so yeah. positive. It really was. I mean, like stuff around us is is admittedly branded not great. And you're telling me there's a Spider-Man movie that has all the Spider-Man people that you have known and loved over the past 20 years, and it's going to make you happy? People are going to go see it. Branded not great. It's hilarious. And, And Brian, and one of the other things that I think is great about this is that, like, to your point, it's branded not great. And what's the one thing we want people to do? We want them to lay themselves down for the greater good of everybody else. Fuck off with the house yeah. of Gucci, Gucci and other bullshit yeah. that's out there yeah. because this is the story that people need to give them that level of I mean, like, see, it's not about you. Like, yeah. and not, here's the other thing. The my uh, yeah, I'll say. Let me say this before. I I have another question. Mm-hmm. about the template of this movie because yeah. essentially we're possibly getting the same thing with multiverse of madness you have mm-hmm. it's rumored to get a whole bunch of cameos oh, we're rumored to get a whole bunch of appearances and and, mm-hmm. and and new people and old people people that were casted and stuff yeah so it's like okay marvel is hitting this thing where obviously marvel is hitting a reset button they are saying this stuff can't exist it was we acknowledge it and we're going to move forward with our heroes Mm-hmm. Um, and the other thing I want to say before we comment on that, so don't forget your thought real right. quick. Everybody, shut the fuck up because it's like, yes, we understand also that there true. are other movies to see. Mm-hmm. We understand yes. that, but also it's a goddamn competition. This shit at the end of the day is a business. You I, think Marvel wasn't I mean, gonna invest kind of and is. pull people to a goddamn thing? Yes, there are other theaters. You know what people do in the music industry when Drake is about to drop or hasn't dropped? <laughs> they move they shit around. So move around. <laughs> like if you I mean, knew Spider-Man was dropping this weekend. If you knew oh, he no. was dropping this, if you he, knew he was dropping he this weekend, such a hot m- take. Move, move your shit around. The internet. I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick it up and help him out. Well, yeah, yeah. We, you know, like move your shit around. Basically, like move mm-hmm. your shit around. If you know Spider Man is dropping, don't don't try to drop the same day as a Marvel film when you know that that's the thing right now. I I, I also yeah. feel like the the other thing that I'll say here is I feel like there's room for both to exist. Like on 100%. this podcast. We have watched everything yes. from Spider-Man No Way Home to very bad Nicolas Cage movies like The mm-hmm. Wicker Man um, and also serious drama, capital D drama films. Yeah. Uh, y- 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 the that, Devil All the Time. The Devil, Devil All, the, all time. the Time. Thank you. Like you can go back and listen to our previous episodes there. Uh, Promising Young Woman. Like, oh, my God. We yes. enjoy those movies, yeah. too. But we also understand like there's space for both and we don't need to make Spider-Man this like. Like, you don't need to like it's more popular. 
again for, for bad like sales. I, I just yes. I, that doesn't work for me. And again, I'm, I want to go back to this point of like, OK, I get it. There's other stuff out there to see, but people want to go back to the movie theater and have an experience like this. And if it's a cost benefit ratio, if, it, if it's a cost benefit analysis, if, if a ticket is 1050 and I can know I'm going to see something that's going to be a home run with Spider-Man No Way yep, Home. That's it. Or I can take a risk and I can go see House of Gucci. Which one? And I don't mean to pick on that one. I saw that one recently. Um, did you Did you see it? I saw it when I was stranded in Chicago on Friday. Right like, on, I didn't man. have anything to do and I saw it. And so I was like, I regretted seeing it. But that's a different podcast. Um, well, I'm, glad, I'm glad you saw it, though. So you can get yeah. the stake. Right. But this is the point I'm taking is like, it's 1050. Which one's going to be a home run that I'm going to get the most bang for that 1050? I'm going to go see Spider-Man. I like, mean, also, listen to your setup statement. I was stuck in Chicago. <laughs> so I saw House like, of Gucci. So I saw a movie. That's a like, good point. <laughs> um, yeah. That's a whole other podcast. That's some oh. good January content for us. Right. I'm yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look at us back. Already right. planning ahead. Already three. planning. Um, but that's where it's at. And then I think that there's nothing wrong with that. But you have to know your audience and you have to know where people are at. And again, both movies can exist in that same space. Both should be there, but it's just, you know, if I'm going to, if I'm going to weigh it, it's a week and a half before it's a week before Christmas money's tight. I'm not going to risk that $10. And, you know what I mean? Especially yeah. for one person, not to mention a family of four. Yeah. Well, so. and going back to Marcus's point about, I, I, I push back on the idea that it's like a soft reboot of, okay. of the universe. I okay. feel like, I wouldn't, it's the same vibe. Like mm -hmm. it's the same vibe. I wouldn't use the word reboot because I guess I'm being pretentious, but like, <laughs> I guess what I would say is like, I do what I do feel like is happening is Marvel's like, well, they went all the way with us to, to flip an end game with Thanos, the purple time traveling alien. Like, okay, mm -hmm. what else, what other weird stuff do we have? And I, what I feel like they're doing is they're just going to keep throwing weirder yes. and weirder stuff to figure out, if, if everyone's going to keep going along, mm -hmm. and I feel like WandaVision was part of that. They're like, oh, it's like a sitcom show from a different decade. And all three of us were like, oh, what? And then, yeah. like, it's now it's Multiverse of Madness where it's just going to be like, I don't know. What if? Like, and bring in some, maybe bring in some of those what if characters. I don't know if you mm -hmm. all have watched the what if animated I have. series. I have. Uh, no, but, but you can spoil it. Well, Doctor Strange, it appears in the trailer. And I'm saying this because Marvel has tricked us before. But they in the trailer, it appears that Doctor Strange is talking to like a, a not good Doctor Strange or not mm -hmm, our right. Doctor Strange. Mm -hmm. And I'm trying to figure out if that's the Doctor Strange from What If. Um, either way, I, I mean, either way, even if it is, I feel like audience, you can trust your audience, right? Going back to, right. um, you know, everything that we've been mm -hmm. talking about. Trust your audience and talking about, okay, like you just have to trust us. It's all these different characters and yeah. they're going to be different iterations and you have to be cool with it. And yeah, we're going to have some fun. And I feel like the audience is ready. I mean, this is the 27th MCU film. Yeah. Spider-Man no way home. Like that's bonkers. So yeah. I I'm ready for something super weird. I think it's the reason WandaVision is stuck with me. Cause it's like, this is really weird. And I want more weird. <laughs> right. And I'm, this is, and this is really weird, but I want more weird. <laughs> and I'm fine with that. I, like again, I think to your point, Brian, I think it just goes to show that like you're gonna have to uh, expect the unexpected with these things going forward, right. and that it's not going to be a clean cut like hero has a predicament, hero meets the villain, 
villain right the villain turns out to actually be a villain he beats the villain they all go home there's going to be i think it what it did is it it raised the stakes and made us look at um like character studies of folks again like and looking at peter as not just um not just as a superhero but like a he's a kid and he had oh to gosh. be make he in the power of making decisions i mean look at somebody who's arguably 18 they're yes. only really making decisions like bit brain wise based on their what their world is and this kid just put himself the world before himself mm -hmm. like that's an incredible thought provoking moment for this character that i think is powerful and that's fine if we're going to get more of that going forward that's fine because that's the thing i had to keep reminding myself in this movie <coughs> peter's a teenager like he's a kid. I, mean, I had to keep reminding myself that he's basically a kid um and i kept like going back to that like but i well, forget you're a kid go ahead here, here is why here here's and and so here's one of the things that i liked a lot the ending because mm -hmm. if yes. you really break this thing down and mm -hmm. really i mean really break it down not just like look at a movie but sometimes we can just watch a movie and it's like that's the consequence and then i walk out the movie and forget and don't really think about it which mm -hmm. you're not obligated to continue to think about it after the movie's over but really think about it peter lost aunt may she died mm -hmm. he watched her die that's step one okay mm -hmm. peter was in love and had his best friend and they forgot about him peter mm -hmm. watched this green goblin terrorize oh, and call coming the green goblin once again that was not his problem come in and wreak all types of hell up and down new york he's got mm -hmm. j jonah jameson on his ass once again he's 18 he's in high school mm -hmm. um <clears throat> and so at the end of this movie he makes a request for everybody to forget who Peter Parker is. When you make that wish and your aunt is dead and there was no other family member introduced, mm -hmm. who is Peter left with at the end of the day? Nobody. So Zero. this guy walks into his apartment with the hint at the GD high school thing because Peter doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. Right. Peter yeah, has to go over. face his girlfriend who's looking at him like, okay, you're, you know, you're a complete stranger who's still wearing the necklace that he gave. And oh, yeah. his best friend is over there. And Peter has to figure this shit. Out. There is no more Iron Boy. For everybody that was like, well, this is more Iron Boy. Yeah. And not really Spider-Man. Marvel said, shut the hell up. Marvel uh -huh. said, we're going to give it to you if you just if you just <laughs> wait and give us a goddamn chance. Well, right. Yeah, great and, point. And to boost, to boost that, Marcus, I know one of the critiques from some folks were like, well, it's kind of weird that like Spider-Man, who's this working class type hero, suddenly gets just like all the help in the world from Tony Stark in both like no way home, not mm -hmm. no way home, both in homecoming and far from home, which I understood. But mm -hmm. I also like, I enjoyed seeing it because I have seen Peter Parker be poor for five movies and it was okay for me to be like, okay, this is new and different. Like it's also, nice I have to a see question this. as to how poor Toby was in his movie, but you keep going. <laughs> I mean, Toby was pretty poor. Toby was he had three televisions. I mean, but he hit rent. Like rent. <laughs> Are you aware of the rent being due? Um, rent. Which I, I like maybe it was just an Easter egg for me at the end of No Way Home, but he was like, rent's due on the first of the month. And I'm like, oh man, like yeah. I bet it's that same guy. I bet it's that same guy. <laughs> was, that dude is just great. constant yeah. in the multiverse. He needs rent. He's the first one. of every month. He um, has no variant. He just exists. It's just him. It's just, it's just him. <laughs> Collecting rent, being a slumlord in universe to show universe. up. He's going to show up in Loki. Uh, but my point being, though, is like I, I loved seeing that perspective and mm -hmm. then getting to this point where it's like, no, like all of these experiences make this even more 
painful. Mm-hmm. Uh, which again, why I love this movie, and I feel like this is a good point for me to say, I feel like the best Marvel films, and they've probably figured this out, they've done it 27 times, but the ones that change the status quo for the universe, which I get can be complicated for all of the other characters, all of the other franchises, but I feel like the best movies that we talk about when it comes to the MCU are the ones that just change the status quo. I think you look at Winter Soldier, they get rid of S.H.I.E.L.D. Like, yeah, what? Is gone. Uh, you talk about Thor Ragnarok, Asgard is gone. Um, yeah. We're here at No Way Home. Nobody knows who Peter Parker is. I mean, Infinity War and Endgame to a certain extent. They they kill Tony Stark. They mm-hmm. kill Black Widow. They, yeah. I, I mean, Gamora to a certain extent. And I feel like those are the types of movies that really like resonate with people. And it's like, man, like this is big swings of the movie. And I hope this is the direction they keep going because even WandaVision to a certain extent was like, is Wanda a hero? We don't mm-hmm. know. Bye. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I feel like that. I hope that's the direction they keep going because it was super engaging and it moves away from this format. Yeah. Uh, this Iron Man format is, is what I'm going to say. Yeah, yeah, none true. of those movies necessarily changed the status quo of Iron Man. They were good. No, they did it. I mean, he no. had to go to he had to sacrifice himself at the very end. And even in that regard, was it really him changing Great the universe point. or was it the state of the stones changing the universe? Right. And, and, you, and the other thing to remember is Peter remembers all of this shit. And he's yeah. the only one that has memories of yeah. all of this. And I, that was one of my questions was, how does this spell work? Because is it people uh, yeah. know who Spider-Man is? They just don't know that Spider-Man is Peter Parker, but they realize that Spider-Man is still the number one hero. He did all this and he saved us. They just don't know that it's Peter Parker. That, like, how does that work? That's, that's a good question. <laughs> I interpreted it. I feel, I feel like for hardcore nerds like us, this is like a big question. Cause I asked this on Twitter and people were like, no, like this isn't, like, no, like they know Spider-Man exists, but Peter Parker doesn't. And I was like, yeah. I know, but maybe not. Like, I don't understand, but I'm just kind of going with it. Because yeah. what the spirit of the spell feels like is that nobody knows who Peter Parker is, the person. Spider-Man mm-hmm. is a thing unto itself, but no one would think it's Peter Parker. And it's <laughs> everywhere, I think. I think the spell has to work it's that interesting. way. I think the spell has, has to work that way. Right. But I think it has to work that way for the plot to make sense and not not to create a hole later. I, because I mean, yeah. the point of the movie is Dr. Strange makes this point at the beginning. He's like, you're trying to the, the problem is not the spell. The problem is you trying to have your cake and eat it, too. Yes. The problem is you trying to live this double life. And essentially, by saying that, what he's not saying is one of those two things has to go. Like either you can't be Spider-Man or you can't be Peter Parker. Like right. it's, the, it's the absence of the statement. So that spell being like, well, let's them for let's have them forget that Peter Parker exists is saying basically Peter going, I've made a choice that Spider-Man's more important than myself. So yeah, now like Peter has, Parker has so to now, work that way. So now Peter is the only one with a secret identity in the MCU now. Because if I mean yeah. Everybody else is known for who they are, especially if we're looking. Kate Bishop is running around with a bow and arrow. Hawkeye, by the way, spoilers up to Hawkeye episode five. The the new this last episode is coming out the day this Mm -hmm. podcast is released. But like, I mean, that show has made it very clear that the entire world knows the entire Avengers roster, basically. Yes. Full names on the golden plaque. There are plaques. Natasha Romanoff is an icon. A spy, a spy, and her full name was on a goddamn plane. Yeah, a whole spy. 
like, God damn, like y'all just y'all just ixnate that whole part. Shield huh? has just well, they don't exist, so they yeah. Don't exist. yeah. I mean, that's I also the thing. love Peter's face when they were like, "Call Nick Fury." He was like, "Call Nick Fury." Call Nick Fury. He was like, "Nick Fury's been off Earth for a year now." And Peter was like, "What the fuck? I just oh, saw man. that a month ago." That yeah. that line of dialogue just blossomed a ton of thoughts too in my head of like, oh, okay, yeah. so somebody knows. Like it yeah. kind of feels oh, like yeah. when your kid goes out at night. Well, I, none of us have a kid that goes out at night, but I have to imagine it's the same feeling as like a parent. Little do a you kid. know, Harrison has a side hustle. Oh. <laughs> I mean, you know, like when's Harrison getting home? But like, <laughs> like it's the idea of the parent being like, where's my kid? Like, where are they? And it kind of felt like, oh no, they're at Jeremy's house. That's what it felt like. Yeah. Like, okay, uh, yeah. somebody knows where he is. Yeah. He's safe. Thank goodness. <laughs> like, because right. at the end of Far From Home, I was like, does anybody know what this guy is up to? Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. is this guy going to, like, be dead when we see him next? Like, what yeah. is up with Nick Fury? I mean, he yeah, looks it. this. He looks awful. Like, yeah, he he's looks got, like, his, his beard is scraggly. His <laughs> eyes all dead. It's yeah, he's, just he's all old man. Of, old man, blue dead eyes. He's Basically, he looks like he has, he looks like an old dog that like he could go at any minute. Like, that's oh. what he looks like. Well, going to cuss you out. That's fine. If he shows up to this podcast, that's fine. Sam, Sam Jackson, we'd fine. love to have you on the podcast. We'd, we'd love, love, to love to have you on the pod. Podcast. I'd love to have you cuss me out for looking old. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I think, here's the other, I have another question. And I, and I want to ask about the juxtaposition of Doctor Strange. Yeah. Yes. Because I kind of was stuck on this, and it's an interesting point, and I'm not sure if it's going anywhere, but maybe it's something I missed. Okay. So through our last interaction with Doctor Strange is Endgame. We didn't interact with him before then. The last interaction that we had is Infinity War as a full-fledged character okay. where he looks at Fair. Tony and he says, there's only one way for you to fix this. The interest of the universe is far more important than 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 you. Mm. And he basically understands like and even he gives Tony gives Doctor Strange that look in Endgame of like, is this it? And he's like, I can't tell you because if it is, it's going to ruin it. Like mm -hmm. and he takes he basically says the universe is more important. Did anybody else find it weird then that Doctor Strange is standing on top of the Statue of Liberty? And Peter says, well, I'll just have everybody forget that Peter exists. And Dr. Strange's first reaction is you can't do that. Uh, hmm. Why? I, 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 because if, because if Dr. Strange is the Dr. Strange, if it's the same doctor, and I'm not trying to suggest that it's Mephisto. <laughs> so everybody just let me just stop you right there. <laughs> shut, shut, shut the Kang, fuck up. It's, it's not, it's not the Kang person. The I'm not trying I'm not trying to say it's anybody else. I'm just asking this question. If they are the same character with the same motives and the same interests and the same understanding of how the universe kind of works and that the implications for giant cracks in the sky, I feel like that character's reaction would be, are you sure? Like They aren't. They and, aren't the same I, I, character. Okay. Because what did I miss? Remember, what did I miss then? He lost his job. He's no longer the Sorcerer Supreme. He's just a guy I feel like just fixing shit. When you're the Sorcerer Supreme okay. and have the Time Stone and that, that title was given to you, if I feel like there's maybe a different... Now, he should be making the same decisions across the board as a hero, but mm -hmm. to me, I was like, maybe it's because he's not... Because when we look at you know a Multiverse of Madness, mm -hmm. obviously somebody is telling him, bro, you fucked up. You you yes. did this thing and you fucked up. And I think that because he didn't have that responsibility, your question is going to get answered in Multiverse of Madness. Okay. And again, 
I'm not trying to say it's a bad movie or I'm not trying to like. No, 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 no. Like, I'm a, I think the movie's that's a terrible because it's not the same thing. That's a but great I just, question. I found it really interesting that choice of like, come on, man, like this is bigger than you. Like, just let him go with it. So, like, it it's his Tony Stark moment, kind of. I my hot take oh, here is that Peter Parker is far more likable than Tony Stark. <laughs> I think. <laughs> That, that helps okay okay like, no, that's everything fair. that marcus said like i i think there's some truth to that like mm-hmm. i think there's some layers there that you can explore i also feel like i mean it's even in some of the dialogue a little it's a little mm-hmm. subtle but like dr strange is like he, it's doing the same thing tony did and whether it's for a script reason or if they're really trying to like make this connection before spite we don't know what happens to spider-man but like dr strange is like He's legit trying to help this kid who mm-hmm. he fought like the end of the world with. And he like, I think he cares about him, I guess is what yeah. I'm trying to say. Like, in a mentor type role. And I feel like that moment was like, Peter, man, like you're a kid. Are you sure you want to do this? Like, this is kind of a big decision. And, and I feel things. like that does fit because <laughs> Iron Man and Doctor Strange didn't. They had a very good professional relationship. I don't think they'd grab a beer together. That's um, true. But at the same time, I also feel like there's space there for like Doctor Strange. I'm not Sorcerer Supreme. I'm trying to fix this. I'm not really sure. Yeah. Like he wasn't sure even about the spell. Right. And I feel like there's a little bit of doubt, I would say. Maybe I'm looking too far into this, but maybe there's a little bit of doubt. There's a little bit of grief like kicking in. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, if you're Doctor Strange, this is now the second person that you have to look in the eye and be like, well, something awful has to happen to you That's because true. of magic. Uh, good luck, person. Um, right. And the first That's one fair. died. Tony died and Peter just lost his entire life. So I'm yeah. ca- like, this is the reason I'm just so hyped for Multiverse of Madness of like Doctor Strange kind of being held accountable for like sure. some of the stuff be. that he's done which i'm to, just so I mean, jazzed has about to be at some point in time right him like and him and him and um him him and the scarlet witch i yeah. mean to a certain extent right like i don't need to like time variance authority them mm-hmm. but like at no, the same no, no, time no. I, I like i'm excited for them to explore like you know we kind of have been nonchalant about messing with reality um, we should probably talk about that at yeah. some point. And then in, instead it, it it explodes the multiverse yeah, into a yeah. badness, if if I were to say. Upon reflection of like given your answers, which were great answers to my question, by the way. On the replay. I think, I think the other thing that I really that I think adds to what you all are saying is I've kind of like processed, I'm sort of like processing it now, is that I think this is one of the first movies where you see two members of the Avengers disagree with each other about what the best course of end result is. And that is more comic book true than anything else. You, you mean without it leading to an all out civil war? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but like, yeah, right. But like, this is, this happens all the time where yeah. like, they'll be in a room and they'll be like, oh, we should go fight that guy. And they're like, I'll yep. sneak in. I'm like, nah, sneaking yep. in doesn't work. Like it's, they do that yep. kind of thing with one another in, in their conversations and in, in comic books. So I think this is far more comic book true of like no like you don't need to do that like we'll figure it out and and that's that's what the really what makes peter then that's why that moment then is so important as he steps into his own of saying even given a choice to do it the right do it a different way he still says no this is the only way and And i think that's a little bit more of a definition so appreciate your answers go ahead mark (laughs) I have a squabble with Doctor Strange now that we're on the Ooh, topic. Oh, we should. We should have up. a squabble with him, by I mean, the way. Because I f- here's the thing. The kid is 18, 
And of course, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, heroes yeah. are going to make their own decisions and they're going to do whatever they want to. This kid is 18 walking through your door asking, hey, I need you to help me. And I know you can. Mm-hmm. And, and and he says, oh, by the way, I, I do have this spell. Um, you know, I used it for Wong when, you know, the party got a little bit too wild. We did use the spell. Cool. That's also fine with me. At no point does he give Peter the instructions of, hey, you get to have five people name all the people that you want to remember your name before I start this spell. He just was point. like, you want everybody to forget? Okay, fuck it. I'll just erase it all. There it was no him- type of like list of consequences. It does put him into this like witch doctor role of like, oh, you want your feet to be bigger so you can jump higher? Yep. Oh, I can do that. It yep. doesn't even give, like you said, no consequences, no like, sorry, hey, before I draw this shit up, anybody you need to know, like, yeah, mom, like anybody like that, like maybe not your mom, but is there anybody else yeah. like that? So that's a it's very just, good point. It's, 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 it was just, I don't know if that's a, if that, if that's a whole, but. When Peter starts the spell, he says, well, you've, you've, I've started this thing over six times already. And I'm like, well, bro, this could have all been avoided if you would have just told me I could name all the people at once and just rem- and that would be good. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, so I was talking uh, to my friend Brandon on, on Twitter. We went to, we went to undergrad together. Brandon. And he was like, I think it's weird. I think it's weird that like before you start this like reality altering spell, you're not like going through a checklist. Like you don't have a wizard checklist of like, hey, you're not trying to bring back anybody from the dead. You're not trying to make anyone fall in love with you. You're not like like those <laughs> it's simple it's things. The genie piece. Yep. Right. Exactly. Like the Robin Williams genie thing. And yep. like that didn't happen. And I, no. I was like, that's a good point. On the same token, I absolutely believe as a character, Doctor Strange is like, hey, one of my old Endgame War buddies, what do you need? Oh, you want everyone to forget you? You got it, buddy. We'll grab a beer afterwards. Like, I absolutely believe MCU Doctor Strange would not think about consequences. This is the guy that fought Dormammu, like, 800 times. Like, he does not care. By using the one thing he was told not to use. Thank you. Like, (laughs) And some people are like, this is so out of character for Doctor Strange. I'm like, this man, this man was like tripping through like reality holes. Like Mm -hmm. they were just doors to a house. Like this man has no respect for anything. No, none whatsoever. (laughs) And I think that that's what, again, that's what's going to make Multiverse of Madness. So like, yes, awesome is because you heard, um, God. You heard his is his uh, like this sort of antagonist from yeah. the, the first Doctor Strange say the biggest threat to the multiverse is you like yes <laughs> like that's a powerful statement. Yes. Um, um, I also have another question. Okay, can we talk about Jamie Fox for a minute, like just yes, for a minute, please? And I don't, I don't, I don't want to make this about him. And again, the movie is <laughs> fantastic. Can, the movie is fantastic, and I really like this. Jamie Foxx had no business being that fucking smooth in this movie. Oh my gosh. That guy I mean, was that I would have gone. I would have been like, okay, Electro, you go do you. That's fine. <laughs> like he was just, he was, he was really smooth. And I'm yeah, kind of they, wondering what the direction was there. I think that they went, Marvel went into the room and they yeah. said, how can we redeem Jamie Foxx from being blue? And what their simple <laughs> response was, there was like, yeah, there was like, you were blue, you had a gap and a hangover. How can we redeem you? And Marvel and Kevin Feige was like, let's make them fuckable. And it was like, I mean, all right, let, let's do it. Yeah, kind of. Or, or at least the conversation was, all right, Jamie, what can we do to bring you back? We want you. Obviously, you can see there's a there's a real good part in there. 
Um, we want you to be in this. What can we do to bring you back? And he went, let me be me. Let me just play yeah. Jamie. Let, yeah, let, let, absolutely. Let, what if it's Legit. not Electro? What if he's fighting Jamie Foxx playing Jamie Foxx? Yeah. What yeah. would you think of that? Yeah, he busts out a piano in the middle of the movie. Like <laughs> we can call him Electro, right? Oh, call him whatever you want. Just let him let me play him. Let me play him yep. as myself. Yep. All right. If that's what'll get you. you I seriously it. was not expecting him for his role to be like that in this movie. It, um, it, yeah, it, him to be fun. the leader, like the ringleader. Like Electro is not known for that in the comic books. Electro is kind of a goof. Um, yeah. He's kind of a laughable bad yeah. guy to an extent. And you had I mean, Jamie Foxx come in here and everybody's making the jokes like, wow, you look, even the lizard was like, wow, you look completely different. You know, you had a hangover. <laughs> you had a comb over and a gap. This guy had a full hairline, yep. beautiful cocoa butter <sighs> skin and was powerful as hell. Like, oh, oh yes. my God. He looked strong. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, and he was the biggest problem. I, yeah. I mean, and I'm glad that y'all did Amazing Spider-Man 2 for the last episode, for mm-hmm. the previous episode. And if you haven't checked it out, go listen to it, please. Because, I, I mean, it was good for me to remember that he fell into a bat of eels. A bat of, of, of eels. Fa- when he said, I fell into a bat of eels, <laughs> like, everybody kind of looked at him. And I was like, yeah, that happened. That happened to this <laughs> well, man. And, him, and Flint Marco was like, I fell into a I thing of sand. Like, yeah, gotta watch, gotta watch where you step. Everybody was like, gotta watch where you step. It was like, the yeah. two I mean, stupidest when... ways in which supervillains were created was yeah. their clumsiness. <sighs> and they were like, yeah, it's kind of funny, right? And like, I... now, at the time, I was mad I mean, about it. Well, and I think what's funny about Jamie Foxx is like, what I like now seeing the whole movie and I was talking to Maggie about this is like, I feel like Willem Dafoe showed up with like this, like 11 out of 10 energy of like yeah. people talk to him like, Hey Willem, like it's like, this is like a Call fun celebration of Spider-Man week, two weeks of shooting. You can phone it in. And he was like, phone it in. <laughs> Never. I'm Willem Dafoe. I'm the oh, Green man. Goblet. I will set this ablaze and you will be burnt by it. Like, and everyone was like, oh, what? Yeah. Like, and yeah. then like maybe Jamie Foxx was like, oh, no, oh, no, I'm not going to. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm bringing bet, my A game. You like, know, you know that there were PAs on that lot that were like, Okay, go get go get Willem, and they're like, he just sits in his trailer laughing. I don't want to talk to him again. He's freaking me I mean, out. And I, all they hear from outside that trailer is like, <laughs> "Yep." And they're That's like, it. "Oh no, I'll come back later. <laughs> we could shoot it later." I mean, like, like they're like, just terrified of the man. But but more to the point, though, like no, Jamie Fox, like it really felt like he was. He understood, like, no, I finally get to set the record straight of, like, this is how I want this character to be. Yeah. And it, it felt very, I was very, I felt vindicated for him because yeah. that is the Electro I've had in my imagination. Yep. The one that was an amazing Spider-Man 2 just kind of felt like it was there just because they could. Yeah. That's, and, Brian, that's exactly what he had. A, and he had a Spider-Man kink. Yeah. Well, that I mean, yeah, yes. Yeah. Uh, he, he was he was done the way he was done in Spider Amazing Spider-Man Two because they were like, let's do the visual because we can. Yeah, and that's, that's not it. Jamie Foxx's. Like, he has no, no. control over that. Like, no. to make this very very clear, like, so it kind of just felt like Jamie Foxx got to do it the way he wanted to do it, and I mm-hmm. I loved that. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. That was one of the things about this movie that I I loved. Um, was you these three? You have like some powerhouse actors actresses and everybody was able to share the screen with i thought it was going to be alfred molina like yes the The alfred molina show yeah i agree even though willem dafoe was there i was not expecting him to turn his green goblin up 
times a thousand. Oh my god, no. Like because as much as we were like as much as I liked him in the first movie, it was like he also got to sit with Green Goblin all these years and be like, mm-hmm. how would I have done this character different if I right. had a chance? Yeah. And this is exactly what they did was he was like, I'm going to turn this bitch up. He's like, everybody wants me to be Joker. I'm going to combine Joker with the Green Goblin and I'm going to show you some uh-huh. scary shit. I mean, I mean that moment where he looks at Peter when when the moment with Aunt May and he looks, he's like, we need to take care of your humanity problem. I was like, holy shit. Like, that was such. When Peter was hitting, beating his ass in the hallway and he looks and laughs at Peter's face. Oh, yeah. I said, oh, no. Even the moment, even the moment on the at the Statue of Liberty when he was like beating him and he was just like, this is exactly what you should be doing. I thought that was incredible. Also, uh, there was uh, the, uh, Chris Schulten's friend of the podcast. Yeah, Chris. Uh, Shout out to Chris. Made a question, uh, asked a question. Was like, do you think? Do you think it was part of the plan that like that the Holland Spider Man would just like go super hard and then they'd be distracted and then give him the the antidote or whatever? And I'm like, no, I I absolutely believe MCU Spider Man was just was going to kill him. Oh, he was going to kill him. He was going to punch him. Oh, yeah. Like, and that's and that's why you needed the other two. Yeah. Well, and this leads me to the other point of like, I feel like this movie did such a good job of giving everybody something to do, and it absolutely Uh gave something for Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield to do to be like, nah, man, like we've been there, like it's not worth it. Which was a great way to honor those previous movies in such a concise way Mm -hmm. and launch Holland or whoever the next, whatever Spider Man is in the next iteration to new heights yeah mm-hmm. absolutely they had a they had amazing on-screen ke- on-screen chemistry oh like holland really and toby together was like when they did the back cracking scene i was like why did i like that so much i just didn't understand why it made me smile right like so much seeing him crack his back because that's oh, a part of the character we've never back. seen like we right. just see him swinging and assume yeah that your body's not going to feel that your oh. lower half your 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 everything down there is going to be <laughs> a fucking mess here comes crossfit dude I mean, fitness coach, fitness you're coach coming at you. Stretch folks. that shit out daily, or otherwise you're gonna cramp up. <laughs> His back's a mess. But sure. I also like the idea that they brought up that we haven't worked in a team. The other two was like, we've never worked with a yeah. team before. Yeah. They don't have yeah. a Ned in the chair. They don't have. Well, Mm-mm. Andrew had uh, Gwen, but for the most part, he was kind of just doing that. They were both doing it on their own, and I like that they weren't automatically in sync when they got there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. And and yep. Tom Holland had to step up and say like, yo. I've got I've got some experience. I mean, y'all don't know who the Avengers are at all, but I've got <laughs> some experience. The best and band. Who is that? He was like, is that he was like, is that a band? Are you in a band? And I was like, oh my god, <laughs> this amazing. is great. This is great. But I amazing. love that. But I love that whole scene. Everything was oh, just yeah. perfectly set up. And shout out to Zendaya and, and shout yes. out to who plays Ned. I need to find his name. Yeah, I, I got um, it pulled up here. Yeah, um, yeah, I got I got you. Yeah, that 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 whole chemistry was really great all of it just jacob Adelon is yeah, shout out to jacob shout out to jacob um i want to kind of move us i want to try to i don't want to move us away from the movie too quickly the, <laughs> but we've all kind of spent enough time telling us how much we like this and it was really good and, and it was really good we should every portal everybody should go see it um <laughs> my question for you all is i want to talk about like the future i want to talk about the moment after the spell and i want to talk about like the future of the character um, okay because there was no for me, appropriate for the me the 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 impact of the spell hit me for real when not in the coffee shop it hit me when happy showed up 
at the grave. That's when I went like, oh, fuck. Because at first I'm like, oh, it's happy. And then I was like, oh, he's not going to know who he is. Mm -hmm. Like, and I just kind of like, it just kind of like knew that, like that, that was there. Mm -hmm. But the way this movie ends is you see red and blue suit Spider-Man swinging through New York um, at at Christmas time, classic Mm -hmm. Spidey swinging through New York at Christmas time. My question for you all is what do you, let's play the speculation game. I love Um, this game. Let's just welcome to the speculation part of the show. What's next? Like what again? And I think so. There's some interesting news pieces floating out there. Tom, there's there's a quote recently that said that Tom wants to take a break. Yeah, um, he wants to Which, take a little bit. Well of a break. deserved, if he does. Again, you've you've earned it at this point. Um, his contract. There's competing sources of information regarding his contract uh, that I've kind yes. of heard about. There's yes. the we signed him to six more movies, but there's also oh. the like. No, we've said Spider-Man will be in six more movies. We didn't say which one. Yeah. Like, and there is, there's, there's that piece of it. Um, there's also some Easter egg things that could come up. Obviously, we haven't even gotten to the post credit, the mid credit scene. Oh my um, gosh. With Tom Hardy. Um, so there's a lot of this. There's a lot of this that's kind of going on and, and kind of moving through this. So my question for you all, mm-hmm. where do we go from here? What do you think is coming and just kind of put yourself, put yourselves in the production director, like studio chair for a second and, and, and pitch us what the next step is. Cool. Got you here. Um, I just want to say Marcus was right. Um, well, I also was right, but you don't see me gloating about it. I'm not, you know, I'm not you. I, 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 okay. I, uh, so here's where I think they go next. I think, I think you go with a amazing Spider-Man route or spectacular Spider-Man route. It's going to be something like that. I don't think, I think first of all, production wise, we're done with the home series. Yeah. There's no Mm -hmm. more home in the title. So you need to do something else for this Spider-Man that exists. Now I'm going to, I'm going to start here. Don't ask Holland a single damn question about Spider-Man while he's doing Spider-Man shit. Like, because of course I'm going to say, I want to take a break. I'm kind of tired. This whole fandom thing, I'm kind of burnt out. But if you give him a break, you know, he may come back ready to go. He's talked about being behind the camera, like for Spider-Man mm-hmm. Four. Kevin Feige has already Kevin Feige, Kevin Feige has already said that Spider-Man Four is actively in the works and in development. Like they're working yeah. on the next step. Sony says that Spider-Man has one more is um, contractually obligated to one more appearance in the MCU. I do believe. And then they re- yeah, I'm they trying to track that down, but that again. sounds right. Yeah. Um, and so here's why I think they go next. You have this Peter who's figuring this shit out on his own. This is not the end. This is the beginning. This is where you start to see Peter struggle with the balance of things. This is the Peter we all know and love, but with with more experience. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. I think you start to see after he graduates or gets his GD or whatever the case may be, you're going to start seeing Peter go into the working world. You're going to start mm-hmm. seeing Peter maybe maybe he doesn't go directly to college. Maybe Peter just kind of, you know, tries to figure shit out, takes a year off, still try to figure out the Spider-Man stuff. And I think you do Craven. If I'm in production, Craven is your next option because okay. you want to have somebody who can hunt down the greatest hero on the earth, all this other stuff like that. You know what I mean? And you need to build the relationships back with MJ, obviously, and Ned. I don't know what Ned is or who Ned is going to become. I, I don't know where that I, goes. I, yeah. I don't know if that's yeah. Hobgoblin. I don't know what that is, but I, yeah. Ned was just kind of awkwardly left there. He didn't even speak to Ned at the end of the movie. He just kind of was just like, yeah, okay, think, bye. Ned was great in this, but 
because he's been great and all, but that, I think I'm remembering it because he was great in all three. Mm-hmm. And this one, I felt like we didn't see as much of him as we did in the previous ones. But continue. I mean, how could you? I mean, how could it's, you? It's so too much. Yep. Here's 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 where the route I would go. I think you start Spider Man off, um, in Spider Man Four of just him being successful solo dolo. He's in this classic uh-huh. suit, developing this new personality. He still worked with the Avengers because they know who Spider-Man is. They just don't know who Peter Parker is. That's and fair. we see how Peter is doing without having anyone necessarily in his corner. Because yeah. we're, we're, you have to tell that story. There's no way that you can't with the um, complications from this spell. I think they're setting him up for Secret Wars. I think you're probably right, but... Yeah. I don't know how you get there from here, but I think that the end goal, because you've seen that you can have Andrew and Toby come back and there was rumors that they want them to come back again. I think that I they said Spider-Man that, up yeah. for Secret Wars. Yeah. I mean, I, you you look at any online medium right now, just to go back to what you just said, Marquez, and people are happy to have Maguire and Garfield back. Yeah. And like... And would watch I, both. I think it's really weird... I just have to say this. And as a Star Wars fan, I saw this happen with the prequels. I mm. never thought I'd see it for another franchise. But people are like lionizing the amazing Spider-Man movies, which is really weird whiplash. And Andrew Garfield is a great actor. Like, but those movies were not good. But those movies were not good. Not because, by the way, of the talent. Andrew no. Garfield and Emma Stone oh, did exactly no. what they needed to do. And they're the best parts of those movies. No. It was the it was the production and direction of Story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, go no. back to the other episode. Go back to the other past two episodes of Films no. in Black and White and Doug and Marcus hit the yeah. nail on the head with them yeah. of yeah. what went wrong. And I just his feel na- like his name is his name's Avi Arad, and that's what went. Well, that's exactly. <laughs> well, what maybe went that's wrong. the next thing we can talk about. Um, <laughs> I guess for me, uh, I feel like if Tom Holland's game, I think another trilogy, it makes sense, fiscal wise, practicality wise, uh, and story wise. I feel like having a homecoming trilogy and then a trilogy where he's like branching out and becoming like his own person. I think mm-hmm. those are two that's amazing we even have the possibility of doing that mm-hmm. um i do so it, it is heavily rumored that spider-man is slated to appear in one other mcu film so mm-hmm. i have no idea what that could be i i have mm-hmm. no clue like usually i love engaging in speculation theater but i don't know what movie he makes sense in it feels like it has to be a street level thing but right now we know we have guardians and thor and Doctor Strange coming. Yes, there's a Shang-Chi sequel in the works. Wakanda Forever is happening, but mm-hmm. I, I don't see... It's Fantastic Four. I, I mean, but he, you know, like, if it's Fantastic Four, I feel like that's the lowest hanging fruit. I mm-hmm. feel like that makes the most sense. And Dan, mm-hmm. and it's John Watts is directing it. Mm-hmm. And so there's already a relational mm-hmm. connection there. Mm-hmm. So that would make sense to me and would in- reintroduce that. Um, so that's where I'm thinking of it from like the contract stuff. Yeah, I think for me in my brain, I think what would be really cool is if you just pick up all those elements that we put down in no way home, talking about MJ, talking about Gwen, talking about uncle Ben. Oh, aunt may I'll come back to that later. Um, 
and maybe having these like early adult years like get them past college mm-hmm. i feel like skip college i know some people are like it's time oh. to do it's time to do hogwarts and like let's do a hogwarts model and just do one year of each of college and i feel like don't do that i feel like Please it could be really one. cool to just Please. get him past college he knows gwen he knows mj and it's a new like it's a new reality for him and he knows some of these things right from the other universes but he has to make sense of it in his own i feel like it's a really good start platform to like how he makes his own reality with it um so i mean every i mean whatever you show the first trailer and gwen stacy shows up and everyone's just gonna be like i'm sorry excuse me sir like everyone's gonna go wild for it so that's kind of how i see it playing out i have no idea what movie spider-man will pop up in i'm looking at a list i don't know where it fits but i think marcus is right i think fantastic four down the road i think it's because no sense i think it's because it's not on that list (laughs) yeah i think to be honest with you i think i think more than likely what will happen is i think we are going to see with the success of this and i think with marvel's trust of of the partnership with sony I think what will more than likely happen is we will see Spider-Man in movies that Sony is running. We will see Tom show up because I think what what will more than likely happen is, I mean, that there's no way you can ignore that mid credit venom scene where that tiny little piece of symbiote is left behind. when Tom Hardy is taken back to his universe. Um, There's no way that we can ignore that. um and so if if i may really quick i posted somewhere i was like this movie converged six villains three heroes in it and four heroes in it and it pulled it off people were like well i only counted five spider-man villains and i was like look my headcanon is that venom got there and was like now i'm gonna go to the bar in mexico just never made it to new york to confront peter parker right and uh, that's how we got the symbiote I mean, and that's the last thing that they talk about. So I think what we're more than likely going to see is I think we might actually see like a whole movie that's Spider-Man versus Venom, um, which 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 will or not the, or the team up oh my or, or the or the or the team up. I don't think the team up team up is possible, uh, not possible. I don't think the, the team up is probable um, because what I think will more than likely happen is. Like Secret Wars, the original Secret Wars, Spider-Man gets his black suit. Right. So I could see them doing like, I could see them moving in this direction of like, he gets, this is this is the progression that we get of like, Venom makes his way to New York via the same way that Riot, I think was the one in Venom. Riot yeah. makes yeah. his way halfway around the goddamn world and doesn't get stopped. Um, <laughs> and makes his way to san francisco i think we're going to see something similar with the way venom makes his way to new york or the little piece of venom makes its way to new york and i think bonds with spider-man and we start this this venom trilogy i think the next mcu film or the next mcu property that we see tom holland spider-man in is more than likely a secret wars just because there's been a lot of hype around it lately um i mean samuel jackson has come back the woman who's playing um Daenerys Targaryen, she's yeah, casted in, in a role. Uh, is is a secret invasion, which yeah. will lead into that. There's a lot of things happening with this, and I feel like that's where they headed. Fantastic Four still feels too far out, and I think with the way the I money agree. train, where the money is at, they're going to want to capitalize that on again, so they can maybe say, 
hey Sony, you made a lot of money. We made a lot of money. Can we do this again? Like and I mean, try to renegotiate. I think that, in two years we'll have a conversation I, about renegotiating. That's why I'm so confident this is gonna happen. Yeah. Like Tom Holland can talk all day about I don't want to keep doing this when I'm 30, but my man, you are you 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 got it all. Right. You're Dayton Zendaya. You have a billion dollar movie coming down the chute. You, you 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 are like the Spider-Man that people yeah. want to see. I hate, I hate I you. I think more likely than not, you're coming back. Right, oh. right. And can we talk about how sweet their relationship seems? No. Like when that movie post. When Amazing. that movie. No. When that movie post. No. I'm gonna do whatever I want, and I'll mute you if I have to. I don't want to hear this shit. They, they seem really like genuine. Like I want I mean, good things for them. Look, every Spider-Man couple has ended up getting together for a relationship. Amy Pascal point. said, "Don't do that shit." And it was like <laughs> she was like the she's like the, the she sorority like, mom, like yeah, trying to be like, like, "Look, are you I'm sure I've been here." Yeah, <laughs> Please don't do it. it. And they were like, "Yeah, no, no, I feel you, but you know, I'm gonna do what I want." but they seem really nice. That's all I wanted to say. Whatever. Right. Um, <laughs> let's talk about, let's talk. Cause I've alluded to this several times. Let's, let's talk about Avi Arad just for a minute. How do there you want to set this up? Th- I'm yeah, just how gonna, do you want to set I'm, I don't give a shit. I'm just going right into it. Um, okay. This is, this is bad this, motherfucker. Huh? This, this, how, this, this is how I live my life. Um, I, this is where I was caught with him. So I'm sitting there in the post credits and I've seen the venom thing. And I was like, <laughs> That's hilarious. This is yes. awesome. We're going to get a Venom suit. We're going to get them to fight one another. Hell yeah. Um, and there's this weird tribute, like right before the Doctor Strange bit, where they said, we couldn't have done this. Yep. We could not have done this without the vision and passion. And our biggest and most sincere thanks goes out to Avi Arad. And for those of you that don't know, go back two episodes and listen to us cover Spider-Man 3 because the majority of the problems, Avi Arad was a big producer at Sony when Spider-Man 3 happened. And essentially the gist is that Avi included Venom in there. He basically said like, okay, big writer that we hired. We're not interested in your opinion. We're going to just do this for the fans anyway. And he kind of made a mess of things. Can anybody figure out why? He was given that big thank you. Maybe he's the connecting dot. That's the I only mean, thing maybe? I can think about is like when it comes to Toby, and maybe he's got the most experience when it comes with so he could be the Sony um connect. I'll just say that. Like yeah. maybe I mean, he is the Sony connect, and it's not he's the thing that has the most experience with Spider-Man, and he was able I mean, to connect maybe. the dots and bring people back together and say, Maybe we should just do this and see how it looks and bring it to the table and and have this vision, or maybe he just paid a whole lot of money for somebody to kiss his ass and put that tribute also, at the end. All, also possible. But I mean, and I remember that like when we got the 2014 like leak of information when Sony was hacked, I mean, they did have plans to do the amazing Spider-Man versus Sam Raimi Spider-Man. So maybe he was involved in that. I mean, we did kind of say last week, Marcus, that my guess is there's going to be a lot of inspiration from all the plans that they had previously like, because they had a Spider Verse laid out, and they just never capitalized on it, and they finally were able to do that. Yeah, I think it's—I re- don't know. Ryan. I think it's really complicated. Like, it see like the 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 narrative seems to be like that. Avi Arad is responsible for 
some of the more not great decisions, if I'm going to stay on brand with that. He's responsible All the fuck shit going on with Spider-Man before this. Some of the the, the bad decisions uh, regarding some of these movies. We're going to make um, a t-shirt for Brian that just is in big orange text that says it's not great. Not like, great. <laughs> with a TM in the corner. Just not great. Not great. Um, and it, and I feel like we don't know what the true story is. What it feels like to me as a as a trained counselor and leadership expert, what it feels like okay, break that shit down, then, bro. Okay. Is Kevin right. Feige and right, Avi Arad? They they were making movies together. They were having a good time. He made some bad decisions. This isn't to say he's a bad person. I think he maybe made some bad decisions because <laughs> I do coke one time does not make me a bad person. It's just and somebody who I think did it coke. reflected poorly on him, and maybe himself. he didn't respond well to all the positive attention that Kevin Feige got because. Bing Whether bong. you like it or not, he's seen as like the navigator for all of these franchises, and he left. Like he yeah. left and, to just do characters that were outside of the the Marvel scope. Yeah. I forget how they phrase it, but like not doing MCU stuff is essentially Basically. what it is. Yep. Um, and so what it feels like to me is just trying to smooth things over, just trying to be harmonious polishing up that turd just a little bit like, i mean who uh, knows maybe we're gonna get an announcement that avi arad is is coming back in some way or another for a, another film or, or something like that could be multiverse of madness because Raimi is is directing that right nope. right don't like right. that so <laughs> like and he was involved with uh into the spider-verse and we know we're getting two more sequels to that that's true yeah. that's fair. so it could just be like, hey, man, like, I know things weren't great. Here we go. Biggest movie Ryan. in the world. I plastered this giant thing saying how great you were. Can we move on and play nicely together? Brian, I could I see know, it being something like that. Brian, I know you want me to to try again, and I want you, you want me to put myself out there. I just don't oh. know if I'm ready to get hurt again. <laughs> and I don't know. I don't know with Avi if I'm ready to get hurt again. You know the quickest way to warm up to a pool? Just jump the fuck in. That's I mean, fair. That's a great point. That's here's a great the thing. Point. Like, I'm waiting for like the New York Times definitive like expose or like something from Deadline or Hollywood yeah, Reporter. True. Yeah. And I've never, I've never been able to find anything online that's credible of like what actually happened, which to me makes it sound like it's a lot more gray and murky than what we may think it is. Like these two guys could just. It could be a classic thing of like what we have here on the podcast of like, no, I think it's Secret Wars and me being like, I don't know, he might show up in Wakanda forever. Like it could be something as simple as that. And it grew into something larger because money was involved. Right. Or like reputation. Um, I don't know. That's my read on it. But I'm sure there's a ton of stuff we don't know. I think Marvel Marvel figured it out. Um, I think Marvel figured some shit out. Right. They realized we can make a ton of money together. Like exactly as much as people think that we're beefing or fighting over Spider-Man and characters and shit, Marvel did the thing that I wish most rappers and companies and like beefing is it's good for clout, but also you can make a whole lot more money if Drake and Kanye go on tour yes. together. Right. You see what I'm saying? Well, so and they just figured that, like, out. It, and those was yeah. years ago. Like it was years ago yeah. to make that mistake and you fuck up, and maybe people they behind the scenes were like, We're gonna have our moment in the sun again. Let's just all be patient. Right. Uh, like beef drives up like social media headlines and gets you buzz. Right. But at some point in time, reality has to set in. Like you have to do something with that buzz. Yeah. Um, and so I think that that's a, that's a great, 
That's a great point. And we'll see. And we will see what happens. And I will try to keep an open mind <laughs> going forward. Um, gentlemen, anything else? I mean, there was a lot in there with Sp- Spider-Man No Way Home. Is there anything else that you all were just dying to discuss? Listen, if I got a checklist, I feel like we talked about a lot. And some stuff we did more in depth than other things. Here's my checklist. Love the end of love the end of the suit. Love this movie. Love the uh Toby and Andrew appearance. Love the Matt Murdock appearance and the and the and the just confirmation that he's back in the MCU. I love the tie-in. I love the story. I love the actors. This movie, I love the fact that you didn't base this whole movie in nostalgia. You based it off an actual story yeah. and then yeah. tied in the fact that, oh, we got some people that you all would love that's really going to take this story to the next level. Um, I appreciate that you gave everybody a conclusion to their story and allowed mm-hmm. and, and is now making way for you to do something new. 100%. Everybody, every Peter didn't have an Uncle Ben. The, every universe no. is going to have a Venom. And that's what they did with this movie was explain that. You know, all universes aren't the same. Some have a Gwen, yeah. some have an MJ, some have a Venom, some have just a symbiote at the bar that's going to get loose after it takes a <laughs> shot at the look. And some so MJs like, are named different. And some MJs are different, and they look different. And and that and all villains, my villains may not be as rough as tough as Toby, and and my villains may be lead more like Mysterio and be more Disney fied, and like that's okay. Like mm-hmm. all universes yeah. are going to be different, but this is our Spider Man, and this is how we're going to tell that story. So I just enjoyed the movie overall. Yeah, yeah. I would entirely agree with that. I enjoyed the movie overall. Um, Also, I'd like to take this time to tell everybody that I was right. I told these gentlemen that the only (laughs) logical person for to to die was, was, um, was aunt may. Um, And And if we had a scoreboard, man, we'd get a point. Man, and, and you all were like, I don't know, that doesn't make any sense. I was like, makes sense to me. To me, it uh, still does not make sense. I, I, I was not, I just did not see that coming. I, I didn't see it coming. I understand why it happened. I teared up. Uh, I did too. I, did I too. thought I, it. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was going to be MJ. Responsibility. I'm glad that it wasn't MJ. Me because too. I think that that's where you build your story. Aunt May wasn't really doing a lot up mm-hmm. to, up until now, and it was just really this running joke of her and Happy dating. You know, she's taking care of Peter. That's the guardian, yep. and that's kind of what it felt like. I mean, this gave her sacrifice there, but... a lot more um, oomph to her character and her yep. being the Uncle Ben which I thought was great. You didn't bring in the fact like, oh, your Uncle Ben used to always say it just kind of seemed more like Uncle Ben was a deadbeat, but I'm going to tell you with great power comes great responsibility. Yeah, yeah. And then I love the confirmation of like our Uncle Ben said that and that even gave me confirmation for like Andrew's Spider-Man because we never saw Uncle Ben in that one either and it was really great to be like, oh no. No, we did. did. It was, uh, I forgot his name. I forgot his name, buddy. Westwick. Uh, yes, the president from West president Wing. President of West Wing. Oh, Why am fuck, I you're right. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm looking it up. No, that's okay, though. It's been so many Uncle Ben's. There's also the black Uncle Ben on the rice box. Um, <laughs> that's true. That's a lot of Uncle Ben's to keep track yeah. of. That's also Peter's Uncle Also, ben. follow me on TikTok. I have a great thing about those oh, Uncle Ben's. Um, oh, gentlemen, yeah, I, I think well, the other the other thing oh, that I re- the other thing I really liked about this is I think that there's like a lot of potential to do some like to really lean into like the, I think if you're going to look at this and this does track some similarities to one more day um, with the way it yes. was ended. So I do think that you could do some really new villains that they've popped off and done with brand new day and some other things. So there's some cool ways and routes that they could go with this. That would yes. be really, really interesting. Um, so I'm excited to see it. Um, but overall, this movie's just really good. It, 
It didn't just do fan service with nostalgia, which I know has been said, but it is really important because I was worried about that when the rumors initially started flying of Andrew and Toby. I was like, I don't want that. I don't want them to just be in there to be in there. And now I want a poster with all three of them on my wall. Like, it's just it was such a cool moment and such a huge payoff. And this movie is just really awesome. Just really, really awesome. Martin Sheen was Uncle Ben. Ah, Martin Sheen. You sneaky son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) Martin Sheen, you're a treasure. Uh, (laughs) Come on the podcast, Martin. We'd love to talk to you. (laughs) One thing, I I do want to answer this question because I I feel very passionately about it, is that I feel like a critique of Marvel movies is the third act is just a mess of like CG fight scenes, which I think Mm -hmm. is legitimate. It doesn't Uh bother me, but it is a legitimate critique. And I think one thing that made this movie stand out for me was that there was some CG fight scene. Yes, but it Mm -hmm. was like half of the finale Mm -hmm. and the finale wasn't like, well, I'm going to punch you so hard. No, I'm going to punch you harder. No, I'm going to punch you harder. Like that's what a lot of the finales end up being, which has its place. But I thoroughly enjoyed and was absolutely refreshed that Spider-Man was like, okay, we're not going to beat these villains up. We're, we're going to like actually try to help them with the yeah. problems that they have presented to us, almost like in a clinical way. Yeah. And I found that so refreshing. Like, Not since Doctor Strange have I been so satisfied with the finale um, of it not just being the same cookie cutter thing because... It was just it 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 was this spirit of like, nah, man, I want to help you. I'm not trying to kill you or like punch you really hard. I just want to like inject you with the antidote to this serum yeah. that clearly made you a goblin of madness. Like, let me help you, man. Right. Um, and I just really enjoyed that. And I feel like it gets to the spirit of heroes and heroes don't always have to punch their way out of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I just that really vibed with me. And I'm really proud that that movie took that route was there some punching there was some um, but be. it was punctuated with like these MacGuffins as well as these really cherished like narrative moments between mm-hmm. all the spider-mans that made you feel like you were coming home and, well, and yeah, it's and incredible I, and again it was true to the character right like yeah. we saw we saw a character who we know from comics and a bunch of other source material that the reason why they put on the suit is to just to help people and at the end of the day it got down to that. Right. And it did that really, really, really Validated. well. Right. Validated that violence. Was, right. Exactly. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> because, because if I go and I help Willem Dafoe and I say, all right, man, I'm, I'm going to do this thing, man. I'm going to try to help you out because you seem like you, you you really need some help. And then you kill my Aunt May. You damn right I'm going to beat the dog shit out of you. <laughs> Like you goddamn right, and you damn you're, right. You're gonna I'm need a Toby glider. in the corner. Is what I'm You're hearing. gonna need a Toby in the corner to stop me from shoving this glider so far down your throat. That's like, absolutely that, that, like so validated violence because I was like, damn, he did exhaust all options. Now he mm-hmm. has to beat his ass. Like he's, he's just got no other choice. That's yeah, he's that's got no other choice. Yeah, it's kind of how it works. I do believe it's called tit for tat for a reason. <laughs> um, gentlemen, so funny. that will wrap what us do up. Call it tit for tat. That's I don't know. I don't I'm not Googling. If anybody that. wants yep, don't Google that. <laughs> not, I don't want that in my algorithm. Nope, I don't I don't need that in my algorithm. Well, we made it an hour and thirty three without the first Pornhub reference. Oh, so, good job, everybody. The boys are good back. We, we did it. it we did it, everybody. Yeah, 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 um yeah. gentlemen, anything that you all would like to plug this week? The yeah. uh, Hello. 
Uh, I've, we've we've been away, but there is still content there. It's the holidays. You might be having people over, or maybe maybe you won't. Maybe you canceled your plans. I don't know. Uh, this is coming out two days after we record. Either way, there's some really good recipes there. Again, the buffalo wings. I will point you there. They are delicious. Uh, it's a spicy treat. Uh, during a cold time, I, I what more do I need to say? Like, check out those buffalo wing recipes. What's the dream of cold time? That's amazing. Um, Marcus, listen, the mantra we hear yes. stronger than ever. Surprise! We're about to open up a new store through a new site, Ayo. new services, new content. Oh yeah, it's going to be a whole thing. Um, it's going to be beautiful. There's going to be all types of stuff there: loungewear, um, baby bibs. We're really upping the ante um, after the holiday season. So stay tuned. Okay. It's not going to. It's not going to take long at all. Um, we are really going to take things to a new height. So. Um, if you bought some stuff, that stuff will still be made and sent. Um, and then we're going to transfer over to a new site where we'll be able to just offer everybody a little bit more. Um, and it's going to be dope, but continue to follow the mantra. Never offended, always humble. And, and you know what? Season three of this podcast, this has been a great run. This oh, has been, man. I never imagined being and being able to do a podcast for two years with like two I, of my best friends and oh, man. good people. Yeah. And it's like, it just feels good to be able to just have this um avenue of communication with you know with people, seriously so. i i have been smiling for an hour and a half straight so this has been incredible i can't believe i this has been wonderful it's gonna yeah. be great season three yeah. you're gonna blow your goddamn socks off <laughs> it's true it's very true um and that's really what i want to talk talk about is um obviously you can join the patreon by going to patreon.com slash films in black and white we are going to come back in january with a season three be a part of the family as we um continue uh to deliver this content for you week in and week out. Um, I am truly blessed to have two friends to do this with and that people listen and want to listen to what we have to say about movies. So we appreciate all the support and I am so thankful and grateful um, for these two, but also for everybody else who's involved. So just, it'll be fantastic. It starts, it's going to start raining in my house too. If I soon, if I talk too much about it, Um, but also I know I've been absent a little bit, Cause I, cause I got a little busy, but films of black and white on TikTok will come back in January when there's a special behind the scenes treat into my vacation to Orlando, Florida. So enjoy that shit um, because it's coming. If you liked Peter stumbling into a room of of dead uncle Ben's, I promise you that in 2022, I'm going to come back with more of that. So um but up in the ante on ignorance if you will that's, that's up in the ante on the ignorance is my probably written on my family crest somewhere <laughs> um ladies and gentlemen we are back finally with this trio for the last episode of season two oh, brian give everybody our step one for us please we've hey, been y'all. trying to do it and we just can't and do it that's justice. all right that's all right i'm here to tell you to read a book books books have been helping people and teaching people for hundreds of years you're thinking like you know what i get home i'm gonna put on netflix no you know what they did like 500 years ago they read a book book. that was their entertainment so maybe kick it old school read a book because that was their entertainment you can make the pictures in your mind cast whoever you want for the characters do you have a really big crush on somebody make them the lead who cares it's in your head it's a book who cares anyway um read a book read a book please marcus would you care to give us step two in our three-step process to success i wanted step three but that's fine you can have step three i can do step two (laughs) okay yeah you take step two drink some water everybody um it's we're so close 
to 2022. Go into 2022 hydrated. Drink some water. Take care of yourself. Colds are going around. We're in cold season. We're in those like, you know, catching a little like the sniffles. The best way to kill a cold is to make sure that you stay hydrated. Drink some water. Marcus, bring us home with step three. For the last time this season three, um, from my black history ass to yours, I just want to let you know. You got to wash your ass, okay? You think that I am a black champion, the king of Wakanda on this goddamn podcast without washing my ass? You wrong. You did wrong. You, you you have to you have to get in there. You know, I like, I got here. I'm out of my routine. I don't have my traditional soaps and stuff. But guess what? I still have soap. You got to work with what you got. Use the best you can. True. Get in the crack of your ass. Wash it. Don't go into the new year smelling like that. That you should be ashamed of yourself. Santa doesn't give presents to people whose asses stink. Wow, he don't does wow. He wow. does not. And, and 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 Brian Rouse is the only one with a baby, so I don't understand why you smell like that. That's true. I don't That's understand true. why. If so you smell like year, you have a baby, if you smell like you have a baby, but there's no one, there's no, there's no one to all? be seen. You need like, to reevaluate. Right. You need to reevaluate your life. It's true. And like we, I'm going to call Doctor Strange and make sure everybody forgets who the fuck you are because you refuse to like you. <laughs> I don't know if I should be offended that you think I smell like poo right now. No, 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 I mean, no, 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 no. I'm saying that saying? the baby, the baby smell. That you know, babies smell like that because that's what they do. They don't have control. True. When grown We're adults saying. come in who have full control. That's why I have a problem. We're saying, Brian, that if you did, we would forgive you for it. <laughs> yeah. Because you have yeah. a baby. Yeah. Because you have a baby. Oh, we're not saying you. that you do. Yeah. We're just oh, saying you. you have a yeah. way out. Yes. Unless all, all right, the kids are then 12 and then you still smell like that. And Brian, then we have a problem. Brian. All right. And well, I, I appreciate your candor. But yeah. for you watching, thank you for watching. We love you. We appreciate you. We but do. wash your ass. That's absolutely accurate. <laughs> um, that does us for season two of Films in Black and White. We will be back in January for season three. So in the meantime and the between time. In the between time. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we will catch y'all next week. Or next yeah. year. Sorry. Next, next year. year. Next year. Next year. Took me to get there.